foes and we smoke Butterfly doors, mink coats and clean clothes Shit, that's all a nigga knows Sliding, dipping on 84s Wrapped in bowls Cold, I'm too froze So part in my road go Bank rolls and city lights Living at night So we going hard like every night That's every night Stuntin' flexin' I'm on, nigga Green gang supreme Don't get it wrong, nigga Hold on, nigga, um Why I pull up a foe? Broads already naked before we step through the door. No need to give us a second. We bout to get them a show. Paying these bitches to wish as soon as they get on the floor. Yeah, so give it up for them. blowing money fast, so we had enough for them. Ain't throwing money, we just throwing dreams, hoping they can catch it. Having the good conscience, acting reckless. They ride on foes, pocket full of dough. Haters gon' hate, but you already know. Bottles everywhere, we got models at the door. About to get it poppin', March set, here we go. Riding on foes, pocket full of dough. Haters gon' hate, but you already know. Living life fast like tomorrow ain't close. Go hard or go home, so the boys deserve a toast. On the mission, eating this paper, this is how it goes. Haters try to set you up to leave you selling froze. What's good, Amazing Fam? I want to welcome you back to another episode of the It's So Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, Boss The Truth, and I want to thank y'all for tuning in for another week. If it's your first time tuning in, you can catch us every week on your favorite podcasting app. And if you want to watch the video version of this podcast, you can catch it on my YouTube. Search Amazing Films, A-M-A-Y-E-S-N Films, and you can watch the video version of the podcast there. Man, I miss y'all, but let's get straight into this shit. So, uh, lately in the news, one of the main big stories that's been going on for the last couple of weeks, maybe a month a month plus now, is um, Brittany Griner. Now, uh, Brittany Griner is a WNBA player <clears throat> that has been arrested in Russia for, quote-unquote, smuggling weed pens into their country. Now, there's been a lot of hoopla about this because she has been detained for a long time. They're not letting her go. And everybody back here in the U.S. is kind of like, what are we doing? Why ain't nobody talking about Brittany Griner still being locked up? We need to go get her, yada, 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 yada. Now, <clears throat> when it comes to this story, um, can I have sympathy for Brittany Griner? And her situation and being away from her wife and her family and being in a country that's not her own and not really knowing anybody, not knowing the fate of what's going to happen with her. Yes, I could be sympathetic with that. But at the same time, the main thread that we're going to talk about for today's show is something that's a lot of people's kryptonite, especially women. But it's a lot of people, men and women. And... um. That word we're going to talk about today is accountability. Now, um, Brittany Griner knew damn well that she shouldn't have been trying to smuggle no fucking weed pens into any kind of country that ain't the United States of America. Now, I know a lot of people say, oh, weed is just a plant. It, it's not. It's harmful. Yada, yada, yada. I agree with that. But 
every country has their own rules. And you, when you out and about at those countries, you need to abide by those rules because you don't know what's going on out there. You don't know what's going to happen to you. And you just need to do the right thing, man. That's my main thing when it comes to this whole situation. I feel like it's a lot of people pointing the finger and victim. I ain't going to say victim blaming because that's what I'm doing. I'm not victim blaming. I'm just letting it know. I'm letting y'all know what it is, man, because I'm, I'm just tired of the foolery. But I see a lot of people trying to point the finger and pass the buck. And it's like, bro, the only person that's guilty of these crimes and she just stand up and say that they was wrong, they made a mistake, is Brittany Griner, bro. Like, I'm tired of people coming out saying, oh, if this was a LeBron James, he would have been home. You goddamn right he would have been home. For one, he's LeBron James. For two, he, he would have been responsible enough to know not to bring any fucking kind of contraband into another country. Who, who doesn't know not to bring contraband into somebody else's country? Who? I've never been out of the country. Well, I kind of have on my honeymoon, but not really out of the country, country. But I know damn well not to bring anything that I'm not supposed to bring into, excuse me, into somebody else's country. How does she not know that when she's a professional athlete? And that's the point I, I, I'm sick and tired of. People are not holding her accountable for her actions. You made a mistake. Now, being a dope, accept that mistake and accept the consequences of that mistake and stand 10 toes down. Stop pointing the finger. Stop looking for sympathy. It's over, bruh. You got to be accountable for your own actions. And that's the problem I have. A lot of people, when they get into trouble, when they do things that they know goddamn well they didn't supposed to be doing in the first place. They want to look at you for some sympathy or be mad at everybody else or be mad at the world. No, be mad at the person in the mirror. Be mad at yourself for making that mistake. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not. Everybody make mistakes. I understand that she might regret what she did after the fact, but come on, bro. Like, you got to be more, you got to be more smarter than that. And that's my whole problem with this whole situation. It's just like nobody's holding Britney accountable for her actions. They blaming everybody else. They blaming Russia. Now, at the same time, this is a kind of like chess game that's going on between Russia and the United States because we already know that Russia is going to war right now with the Ukraine. And we here in the United States don't fuck with that whole war that's going on. Now, I know Putin them is using Brittany Griner as a bargaining chip with the United States. So that's kind of where some of this friction is coming from. But at the same time, you shouldn't put yourself in positions where you can be like this and be vulnerable in the first place. And I just want everybody else to hold Brittany Griner accountable. I know we want her home. She should be home. It was just we. But at the same time, that country has their own set of laws outside of what we got here. I know weed is mostly illegal and down there most of our states. It's only a couple states that's still not legal. Fucking Texas, I'm looking at you. But um I understand that, bro, but it is what it is over there. When you out and about, you gotta abide to buy people rules. You can't that's the same way like when you was growing up, your mom and dad had certain rules 
for you in their house. And when you left that house and went to somebody else's house, you would have to abide by a whole nother set of rules. Not the rules that you was doing at your house, but the rules of these people's house. Those are the rules you have to abide by. Same way that when you go to another country, they got their own set of laws, bruh. Whether they wrong or right, they got their own set of laws, bruh. You abide by them shits. Don't cry for sympathy. Don't get mad at anybody else. Look at yourself in the mirror and take accountability for your actions. Speaking of people not taking accountability for their actions, R. Kelly. Now, uh, if y'all guys don't know, the sentence for R. Kelly has been handed down. R. Kelly has received 30 years in prison. I know you hear that and you be like, God damn, 30 years. But this shit is not over because he still has other charges to be charged with in other states. So, there's really no telling how long it's really going to be before R. Kelly sees the light of day, if he ever sees the light of day again. Now, me personally... I love R. Kelly's music. Well, I used to. But, um, again, it's just, it's, it's, when I think about these situations, it's really no, it's really no caping for these people, man. You really can't make any kind of excuses because they made their bed and now they got to lay in it. It's just like, bruh, at a point in time, you got to either get smarter, do right, or you got to suffer the consequences, bro. Like, R. Kelly, when I was in high school, the news first broke of him having a sex tape with a kid and doing this and that. And I remember that. That was so taboo. A lot of people didn't believe it. But once you actually get a hold of the sex tape and you see, oh, this nigga really is a creep and <laughs> a crazy-ass nigga doing some wild-ass shit, it's like, bro, you can't defend that shit. And he got off on that. Because all they did was postpone and delay and delay and delay the trial to the point where the girl ended up getting older. So you couldn't really tell was she underage or not, yada, yada, yada. So he got off on that. You would think the smart thing to do was to never be in that compromising situation again. But nope, R. Kelly thinks he's untouchable. Teflon Don. He keeps doing the same old shit. And... It's just, bro, after a while, it's just like, okay, bro, you can't you can't defend people that don't want to defend themselves. If people keep putting themselves in compromising positions and keep doing shit they know they don't have no business doing, what can you do? But with this whole R. Kelly case, it's kind of a sticky situation because I don't like... I'm going to give a little pushback. I don't like how they are kind of lumping in his past transgressions into what he was doing in today's age. Now, a lot of these girls that he was with today that they said he was holding hostage, that they said he had in the dungeon, I don't believe that they was there without free will, without being their choice of being there with him. I feel like a lot of these girls wanted to be with R. Kelly. And the reason I feel like that is because R. Kelly provides a certain lifestyle that these girls love and want to be accustomed to. Now, a lot of these girls will do 
whatever, say whatever to be a part of these lifestyles. So if they quote unquote was in a room and not allowed to leave because R. Kelly said, I don't want you going nowhere, kind of like a sex slave, they will do that. Now, us as being normal human beings, we looking at that like, damn, bro, this nigga tripping. He crazy. But she was willing and able to do these things. She wanted to do these things. Now, you have, I can see from the parents' eyes, like, no, they brainwashed my child. She wouldn't do this. She wouldn't want to be a sex slave. And I'm not going to touch that because I'm 35 years old. I just turned 35 two days ago. And this shit is crazy, bro. Like, some of the things you think people wouldn't be down for or wouldn't be down to do, they down for it. They down for the count, bro. They down and they willing and they able to do a lot of these things that you wouldn't think twice that these people would actually do. And that's my whole point with this thing. You can't really say R. Kelly was holding these girls hostage or sex trafficking or whatever because how are we to know if they really wanted to be there or not? Now, a lot of the people that they had come up and do testimony on behalf of R. Kelly said they've never seen R. Kelly do one bad thing ever. Or do anything harmful to any girls. And I do believe that. Because I think they seeing what's going on. These girls was willing and able. And wanting to do these things with R. Kelly. Because he had status. Hypergamy. Girls want people at a higher status. It's just how it is. So I can't fault R. Kelly for that. And I don't like how they use his past transgressions. And the things that he's going on or doing right now. And they tried to lump it all in. They tried to paint a narrative of this bad guy. And it worked. Now he's receiving 30 years in prison. I don't know if he's going to do all of that time. I don't know if R. Kelly's going to kill himself. And I'm not trying to put that out there. I just don't know if he could if it actually sit in and hit him that damn, I'm finna be in this motherfucker for 30 years. There's been certain clips of him coming out with him on the phone. People got him on the phone singing to their relatives for commissary. I want a cookie and shit like that. Like doing R. Kelly wrong, bro. Like why y'all doing R. Kelly like this, man? R. Kelly is a living legend, but at the same time, I can see where some people can say, well, he's a pedophile. He's messing with kids. We don't feel no sympathy. And I get it. It goes back to what I was just got through saying with Brittany Griner. It's just like, we got to have accountability. These people got to take accountability for their actions and their mistakes. Now, everybody makes mistakes, but the point of making a mistake is to assess that mistake, look at what you did wrong or why you did that in the first place, make adjustments and do better going forward. And I can honestly say R. Kelly did not do that. He did what he did. He got off, thought he was larger than life, kept doing what he's doing. And whether he was doing this sex trafficking or any of this bullshit they accusing him of, there's nothing he can do about it because he didn't have the smart wherewithal to be like, oh, I got to move smarter. I got to be. 10 steps ahead of these guys because I know they want me and they're going to do whatever they can to get me and trap me in these situations. So 
he put himself in this situation. There's nothing we can really do about it. And, yeah, man, I feel, I ain't going to say I feel sorry for him, but it's just a fucked up situation to begin with. But hopefully that a lot of y'all that's out here watching these situations unfold, and I know y'all not, quote-unquote, doing these same type of things, but even if it's just something that you know you're not supposed to be doing, learn from other people's mistakes. I'm a person that I learn a lot from other people's mistakes. I ain't got to, you know, that old saying about um, your mama telling you not to put your hand on the stove because you'll burn your stove, but some people still just got to put their hand on the stove to get burnt to feel it for themselves. I ain't that type of person. If you tell me something hot, I'm going to bleed. I'm going to see. I'm going to let your dumb ass touch the stove. And then I'm going to learn from you. I ain't I ain't that person, bro. Some people just have to learn the hard way. My granny used to always say, a hard head make a soft ass. And it is what it is, man. Now, speaking of it is what it is. This is my last time I'm going to talk about this situation because I pretty much ran this situation, this topic into the ground. There's nothing I really can keep saying about it. But uh, let's talk about Nicki Minaj and her husband, Kenneth Petty. Now, the reason I want to talk about this is because um, the girl from the Bronx, Cardi B, she put out her new single, Hot Shit, featuring Kanye West and Lil Durk. Uh, me personally, the song is cool. It's nothing special to me. It sounded kind of dated, and um, so it wasn't nothing. It wasn't a home run smash for me. But who cares? I'm not the demographic that Cardi B makes music for. But I do fuck with Cardi B. I do like her music. I do think her first album was a great album. I might even say a classic. I gotta go back and listen to it because I haven't heard it since it came out. But great album, first debut album. She's been gearing up for her sophomore album, and uh, she put out this song. Now, like I said, the song consists of Kanye West and Lil Durk. Lil Durk is, uh, what's the word I want to use? Uh, a no-brainer, because he's one of the hottest guys that's out here right now, so I understand why she has him on the song. Kanye West was a surprise, but there had been rumblings for months about Kanye and Cardi doing songs, so for this to finally make for, come to fruition, it's like, okay. But I feel like the verse from Ye was kind of, meh, it was trash. It wasn't nothing special, but that's neither here nor there. Let's get back to the main topic. She put this song out, and then Nicki Minaj came out, and she was doing a performance, and I think she ended up performing her song Monster, which is Kanye West's song off of my Bustic, my Bustic, I cannot talk. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, one of Kanye's classic albums. And uh, on that song, Nicki Minaj has a classic verse. She has the best verse on that song. Yeah, that song consists of uh, Kanye, Jay-Z, um, I think Pusha T. But she has the best verse on that song. She killed that verse. But... When it was time, I think, for Kanye's verse to come on, she cuts the song while she's performing and says she don't fuck with clowns. Now, the first part of this topic I want to talk about is I'm tired of Nicki. Like, 
quit this back and forth with Cardi B, bro. Like, you don't have no real smoke with Cardi. All this shit is is fucking hating. It's the new kid on the block. Everybody's loving a new kid. You feeling insecure. And you really don't have no business being insecure to begin with. Cardi B cannot fuck with you on any level. Period. Not rapping-wise. Not looks-wise. Like... Cardi B is not fucking with you. So why are you so insecure and so threatened by Cardi B? And the reason I can't stand this to begin with is because all you doing is doing the same thing that Lil' Kim did to you when you came out, when you was up and coming. You wanted that love from the OG and she didn't show you that love. She shitted on you. I would think you knowing that pain and that hurt from that, that situation, you would be Better with the generation that comes after you. You lend out a helping hand to, for the next people to come. But she's not doing that. She's doing the same thing that Lil' Kim did to her shitting on Cardi B for no reason. Just because Cardi B is the new up-and-coming up person. Well, she's not the up-and-coming person now. But I'm, I'm speaking of back then when Cardi B, before Cardi B became Cardi B and she was on her rise. She started shitting on Cardi B, looking at Cardi B as competition when they're in two different lanes, bruh. Like, two different lanes. Cardi B is not on Nicki Minaj level at any point whatsoever. I'm going to look in the camera. Even though I can hold Nicki Minaj accountable and she makes a lot of choice decisions that I don't agree with, which I'm going to talk about. You're the queen, Nicki. Nobody can fuck with you. Stop being so fucking insecure about Cardi B or any of these other people. She was fucking with Meg until Meg did the fucking WAP song with Cardi B. You know what I'm saying? This is the type of childish shit that she does. But the reason I brought this story up is because Nicki Minaj has been doing a sort of a pattern. And if you haven't been paying attention, I'm going to put it out for you. Anytime her husband, Kenneth Petty, the one had done prison time behind rape allegations. Anytime his name is in the news, she'll come out and do something outlandish or clip-bait clip shit for her name to overshadow whatever he has going on or whatever headlines has been put out with him. Now, I want y'all to go back. Do y'all remember when uh, Nicki Minaj was in the news? This was when the coronavirus was quote-unquote at its height, and she said that her cousin took the vaccine back in wherever she's from. I think she's from. Where the fuck is she? From Trinidad. She took the, uh, he took the uh, vaccine, and it made his testicles swell up. And she was in... A lot of hot water for that because, you know, if you say anything negative about the vaccine, people was not fucking with that shit. So she ended up, excuse me, saying that. But the reason she said that, when she said that the fucking news went haywire, she was in the news a lot. A lot of people was talking about it. But at the same time, her husband had some things going on with his rape case. Or them like bribing his uh rape accuser of like twenty million dollars or something for her to kind of 
make these charges and stuff go away. Now, the news has broke. I will be doing a video about this. Uh, Kenny Petty has received three years of probation for not registering as a sex offender. And she comes out with this Kanye shit. She keeps doing it. Anytime Kenneth Petty, her husband, is in the news, she's going to come out, do some outlandish shit to overshadow that news so people can't. It's just, it's pure misdirection. It's misdirection. It's no difference from a magician having a fine assistant up there and your eyes are so focused on her. You're not paying attention to what the magician is actually doing. And that's how they pull in the wool over your eyes when it comes to the magic trick. It's straight misdirection. And that's what she's doing. And she's been doing it over and over and over. And quite frankly, I'm tired of it. Uh, Nikki, if you want people to not look at your husband, the smarter thing to do was, uh, let me think, uh, let me see, uh. Oh, yeah, not marry this guy in the first place. I keep saying this. I done said this. I done beat this horse to death over and over and over. Why did this girl marry this guy? Why did she marry this guy? Why? Why, Nikki? When people always talk about women empowerment and stuff like that, how could you marry a guy with this tied to his jacket? It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Now, she already has a child with this guy, Papa Bear. Nice kid. He's innocent in this, so I'm not going to talk about him. There's been videos floating around of her pregnant again. You having two babies with a guy that's quote-unquote considered a pedophile or raping underage kids or teenagers and you tied your name to that all that hard work and trust that you done built up with your fans and for the people you could have had your pick of the litter you could have married safari for as far as i care like like that's who you should have been with meek mill the list goes on and on but you decided to marry this guy. I don't know why. I'm not going to talk about this ever again. This is my last time, guys. I promise. After I make the video about it, I'm I'm done talk. I'm done covering this situation because it's just it's it's pointless at this point, man. Like, no matter what you do, we're not going to forget what's tied to his name, Nikki. And I wish you would make better decisions. And it goes back to what I said. This whole episode is about accountability. And a lot of people not taking accountability for their actions. They're pointing a the finger. They're looking at everybody else. They're getting mad at everybody else. No. Look within, sis. Look within. You made the decision to marry this guy. Now, you got to deal with the consequences. It is what it is. You made the decision to marry this guy. You made the decision to let this guy nut inside of you and give you a kid. You made the decision. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm just reporting the news. I'm just giving my opinion. But 
I looked at you more highly than this. I looked at you more smarter than this. Now, the main problem I have is her fans. I'm not going to say all her fans agree with the decision that she made to marry this guy, but I wish they would be more vocal. They vocal about everything else. They vocal when somebody's saying some shit about her. Be vocal about her marrying this guy. Be vocal to the point where she like, you know what, guys? You right. Y'all made me. Y'all made me where my family is good for life. We don't ever have to do anything ever again because y'all supported me when nobody else supported me. Y'all supported me when people hated on me, shitted on me, thought I wasn't going to be that. The barbs. The barbs. Y'all got to hold y'all queen accountable. Stop being yes men and yes girls. Hold your queen accountable. Now, normally, I always have a question of the week. I didn't have one prepared. I don't know why I forgot about the, me having one. But I just want to say thank y'all. I appreciate y'all for supporting me and watching my videos and listening to my podcast and any kind of things or any endeavors that I have going on. Uh, if y'all ever see me get out of line or do some things that you think that's not a part of my character or doing some things that you think I shouldn't be doing, hold me accountable. And if I'm a real man and I know that I'm doing right and I shouldn't be doing that shit, I hold myself accountable and say I was wrong. Y'all right. I shouldn't be doing this shit. It's too many of these people, these celebrities that have these yes men that let them get away and do whatever they want to do. And I'm sick of it. The fans, you're just as culpable as everybody else in this. Hold your artists, your favorite artists accountable for the fuck shit that they do. And maybe they might change. Maybe they might just think and stop doing the shit that they doing in the first place. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the It's So Amazing podcast. I appreciate y'all for tuning in to your boy. Like I said at the beginning, y'all can catch us every week on your favorite podcasting app. You can catch the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. Search Amazing Films, A-M-A-Y-E-S, the letter N as in these nuts, and uh, films. And that's where you can catch the video version of this podcast. I also want to let y'all know that uh, I have a Patreon. Uh, I made this Patreon maybe, it's been about a month or so ago. Maybe it's going on two months because I made it in May. I really didn't tell people that I had a Patreon because I was just building it up and trying to think of what I'm going to do on there. So I do have a Patreon. It's $3 to support your boy if you want to support your boy. If you don't, you don't have to. Nothing's going to change from the YouTube channel. I'm still going to do what I've been doing on the YouTube channel, but on the Patreon channel, you will be getting this podcast early before the rest of the world gets it. You'll be getting album reviews from me. So for people that want to know my opinion on 
a certain person's album or how I feel about this album. That's where you can catch me album reviews on the Patreon. You'll also be getting other videos on my opinions on things that I've been thinking about. Also extra exclusive podcasts that won't be on the regular main podcast. These are just extra Patreon exclusive podcasts. So you can catch your boy on your favorite podcasting app. You can catch me on my YouTube channel, Amazing Films. And you can also catch me on my Patreon. It is Amazing Films too. If you search it, it should come up. If you can't find it, because I have been trying to search it and it hasn't been popping up. It popped up when I first made it, but now it hasn't popped up. Maybe because I don't have any Patreons. So if you go on Patreon and you can't find it, to get the link, the link will be in the bio of the podcast or whatever podcasting app you use. Look in the bio of the episode. The link for the Patreon will be there. If you one of my YouTube subscribers, you can catch the link in all these videos that I've been posting for the last two months. The link is in the uh, bio for whatever video you're watching on my YouTube. I thank y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. And uh, i catch y'all next week. Holla at your boy. We at this thing. Hold your people accountable. Peace.